Welcome back, everybody. Uh, welcome back to Art Nerds. This is the podcast where we talk with our nerdy friends about their artwork. Uh, my name is Michael Bryan, and today with me behind the microphone is uh, my friend Brianna Malatki. Is that my? Yep. Okay, Malatki. I am Malatki. Yeah, I see it written, and I'm never sure of how to pronounce it's it. It's very German. <laughs> uh, Brianna is a friend of mine. We've worked together on several projects, but she is here uh, because she is an artist of many, uh, many pools, many genres, many areas. Uh, so I'm going to let you start. Brianna, what is your art? Yeah. So my background is in apparel design. And when I went to college for it, I interned with Purdue's costume shop. And I was like, this is so much more fun designing (laughs) costumes for plays and musicals. And that kind of shifted my gears into wanting to pursue costumes. Wow. So I mean, what about it turned you into uh, turned you to the costume versus uh, something else? Just the challenge and the creativity that goes into costume making, you know, the whole process of just apparel design is a lot more for the masses. Like you, okay. you pick your preference, you know, okay, I want to design women's wear. Well, do you want to do... Uh, you know, normal everyday wear? Do you want to do wedding dresses? Do you want to do swimsuits? But, you, you know, you're then kind of confined into what's going to sell. Okay, okay, that makes sense. So yeah. working in the costume shop, being surrounded by all these people that are, you know, well, what <laughs> if we do this? What if we put them in this costume and, you know, we can't make it out of normal cotton fabric. So let's use shower curtains. So it gets the structure, <laughs> you know, there's just a lot more freedom of creativity and you know you're doing it for a designated show and people are gonna experience it and see it and you know hope that they react the way that you want them to so so as you said designing for the masses is not for you no (laughs) (laughs) like i love functionality and i always when i design costumes i always ask actors like okay what kind of movements do you have to do in the show? Right. Are you walking? Do you have to run? Like, are you going to be on the stage floor? Like, what do you right. have to do? You know, when it's a musical, are there dance numbers? Like, oh, sure. If you sing, we need to make your costume a little looser. Account for that right. breath. Um, no so. accurate corsets on a singer. Yeah. Right, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, and... Uh, I worked in the Opera Theater of St. Louis, and so did you one really? Of, mm-hmm, that was my first job out of college. Real, I'm from I'm from the St. Louis area. Yeah, so, yeah. And so one of the that was kind of my first like oh wow moment of, you know, when the opera singer sings, her hemline changes. You have to account for that. Really? Yes. So like when females particularly, or anyone that has like breasts, and you change how you stand when you sing. And so that changes the... So the whole costume... The whole costume rises. <laughs> and so, you know, if it's something that's intricate with a nice little, like, border at the bottom that you want people to see, you have to account for that. So there's just all these crazy things, and it's just... To me, it's a lot more challenging than, say, all right, we're going to design this standard blouse, and we want it in floral print because it's spring like (laughs) you know this tells me a lot about how your brain works (laughs) yeah i definitely i have adhd and so i'm just always like thinking about okay well what about this and we go down this little my i call them my side quests right (laughs) are you a D &D nerd too no i've always 
I love doing She Kills Monsters because right. I was like, oh, I've heard about this game. Yeah. Everyone yeah. talks about it. it. Sounds fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just, just for reference, Brianna and I worked on a production of She Kills Monsters. It's a stage show about Dungeons and Dragons mm -hmm. and sisters and relationships. And the costuming was, I'm going to say, I would bet that was a little more challenging as well. Yeah. Because you put these girls in full armor and. Yep. So, and that was another, you know, are you comfortable? Right. You know, how much skin are you okay with showing? You right. know, fight scenes. Do you want to wear shorts underneath? Yeah. What are you, you know, that changes how stuff fits and quick changes. You guys had yeah, a lot that, of quick changes. Yeah. And, you know, we had full blown sword fights. And yep. <laughs> yeah. I can, I, yeah, I so, appreciate that as a challenge. Yeah. I think uh, like Tilius's uh, armor piece I constructed out mm -hmm. of uh, fabric and and like a thick padding so that oh. way she could totally move around oh i had no it looked like leather the the gray oh like the gray doublet piece. Piece. yeah okay mm -hmm. but she had a shoulder piece yeah that was, she had a yeah like a oh. fake leather shoulder piece okay but yeah and they look instead fantastic. of doing like a chest armor piece yeah. that would be really restricting yeah and they worked beautifully mm -hmm. it was marvelous marvelous yeah. marvelous um so what kind of, uh, how did you get into fashion and clothing and cost? I mean, to begin with, yeah. I mean, you started in fashion, but mm -hmm. what about is, so when I was growing up, I had my two grandmothers, one on each side that were very much, you know, what do you like? We're going to do that. And so my one grandma would always take me to plays and every weekend it was a play or we'd go to the art museum or the children's museum. I'm from Cincinnati. Oh, so oh. there's tons of yeah. everything. Puppet shows. Yeah. Loved that. We were members at all the different. And then so we would do something and we'd talk about it. How do you think this was made? How is this constructed? Really? Yes. What a luxury. So that is just... Oh. I'm jealous. <laughs> you know, so my one grandmother and I, we would do something like that and then we'd go out to eat and we'd talk about it. We'd talk and talk or we'd take sketchbooks to the art museum. And, you know, sometimes I'd be like, oh, I want to be hanging out with my friends. I don't want to talk about perfume bottles <laughs> from some dynasty. I want to, you know, but... It was great. And, you know, the more we got into seeing theater and at least uh, in Cincinnati, the, uh, oh, shoot, I forget what it's called, but there's this one theater and the lobby always shows like the set designs or they'll mm. show pictures from the runs. And um, so we'd always walk around and look at everything before we went and sat our seats and we'd always talk. And so... Um, and then my other grandmother would just let me take apart stuff and put it together however I wanted. So I was constantly sewing buttons onto shirts, hand sewing, and just, you what? know, cutting out a cool design on one shirt and just hand stitching it on another and, you know, just Ooh. nonsensical. <laughs> yeah, but for, number one, what an education that you would never get mm -hmm. otherwise. And then... Uh, there's a sense of freedom about it. Yeah. That you... It always kind of cracked me up because like my dad and my, even my grandmother that took me to do everything, they always thought I'd go into engineering or like chemistry, something very science and math oriented. And I was like, 
you took me to art camp. Like, <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? And so I always loved like reading and writing and um, just designing my own things. And I was an avid magazine reader in growing up in high school. And so I was like, you know what? I think I want to write for fashion magazines, but I think I need to know how everything's made so I know what I'm talking about. Interesting. So I'm going to go to school for fashion design and I'm going to make all my extra classes geared towards writing and business and all of that. So you knew early what kind of a direction you wanted to go. Yeah. I kind of figured if I'm going to go spend four years to learn about something, I want it to be something that I'm actually interested in learning more about. Fair enough. Yeah. So. That's... Yeah, I'm still kind of gobsmacked at what your grandmothers did for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had a, one of my grandmothers was, um, she was a housewife. I mean, she didn't, but she had a bunch of grandkids and she would make stuff for us and mm -hmm. she would bring us over and she would get out the typewriter and make us type stuff. You know, little stuff, <laughs> not near to the degree your grandmother. So yeah, kudos to, yeah. <laughs> to grandma, <laughs> to your grandmothers. Um in terms of like your your fat your your clothing design your costuming, uh, okay. First, I have to go back. I had your folks said you wanted to be an they wanted you to be an engineer. Yeah. And I would say, considering some of the things you put together for She Kills Monsters, that engineering stuff oh, is there. It's there. Yeah. It's so much. My there. one grandmother, she is an engineer. The one that took me to museums and everything. Oh, she is an engineer. Yeah, she runs her own company, and so you know, I'd always be floating around the office and you know see all these things and with her it was always like okay how is this made you um, know and what's what do you think she taught you how to think yeah and so I definitely have that I love a challenge and so with costume design I'm like I want this character to be like this how are we gonna get there right what how are we gonna get that look mm -hmm. so I love that Fantastic. Just figuring oh. it out. Puzzles, yeah. I guess. Oh. <laughs> so I definitely bit. think if I wasn't, I guess, allowed the freedom that I was, I probably would have ended up in like mechanical engineering, that right. kind of thing. Yeah, but knowing you, you might, I suspect you might have done like how to build toys. And <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have any like uh, heroes or muses or people that inspire you to... In your yeah, in your... Um, just in general, like uh, design wise, uh, Coco Chanel was always a big kind of pioneer for right. me. Like we get a lot of you know just women wearing pants and you know just those stereotypical um, going from over the top elaborate fashion to let's. You know, get rid of all the feathers and stuff in our hats. Let's wear little boater hats. <laughs> so drawing that back to more simplistic styles. Um, you know, there's a couple of costume designers I really like. I can never remember how to pronounce her name, but she did the costumes for Dracula. The movie? He, or? Mm -hmm, the oh. 90s version with oh. Gary Oldman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Eco. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so she's my all-time favorite. It's like one of my favorite movies <laughs> <laughs> of costumes. I love it. Which speaks to your authorship a little bit, doesn't it? A little bit. 
we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> um, what has it turned you on about it? I mean, what's, I mean, yeah, you've always been interested in it, yeah. but have you decided or pinpointed what really sparks? I mean, this might be the dumbest question in the world. I don't know. It just makes me happy. I don't know. I have these thoughts and I have to get them out somehow. And so, you know, at least with costume designing, like sketches are not my strong point, but I will tell you, I will write down exactly mm -hmm. what they're going to wear, what the colors are, what the fabrics are going to be, like when they're going to change from scene to scene. Right. I can't draw it, but I can tell you exactly what I'm thinking. But it's there. interesting. So yeah. it's very much, you know, I just have these ideas and I'm like, even if I'm the only one that likes them. They're getting on paper. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming out one way or another. Yeah, so. Um, it, it, have you ever thought about going back to fashion design or is it? It's, so it's always gone? there. You know, just, I'm the I'm lucky the college I went to, uh, Purdue University, mm -hmm. while the program's no longer there. Um, when I went there, they were one of the fashion majors where you learned everything. So I can pattern make by hand just oh. using measurements i can do it from draping i wow. can um make the pattern kits on the computer scale it up you know i can i can do all that i can sew it i know the different techniques i have the different machines so i have a general knowledge about all of it so do you have like a <laughs> workshop then or it's it um i mean i have my office and you know i have I have a couple regular sewing machines. I have a serger. I have a blind hemmer. I have an embroidery <laughs> machine. I have my own little studio. Yeah. So. so, so if you dream it, you can make it up. Pretty you can much. Make... Yeah. A couple mannequins. Yeah. Yeah. Does that part turn you on? I like being able to. Yes. Having those skills to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that was one reason you know I did what what I, the college I picked and um and because they had a program with. The London College of Fashion. And so I went there mm. as well and I learned hat making, which was another oh. like, I'm just going to learn how to do this because it really interests me. Because it's cool. It, yeah, yeah. You can just make it with your hands and yeah. then you have a hat. Is it is it called millinery? Millinery. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a skill I've always wanted to tackle. I mean, oh, you can I see I, could, I collect hats. Yep. So um, I have hat blocks. Do so, you really? Yep. I can do that. <laughs> Man. Um. When I was in graduate school, our costume department had a hat blocking, a pr uh, industrial, I think it was like a mass produce, oh. for mass producing felt hats. It was a steamer. Oh, yeah. It was a gigantic steam thing. You put the different block mm -hmm. on it, put the felt in the thing, you know, and it would, yeah. you could crank out a few dozen hats oh. in a shift. Yeah. You know, at least, you know, mm -hmm. ready enough to be decorated and it's a process it, it is I yeah. mean, i've seen it but i've never done it so mm -hmm. so uh men's hats women's hats all of it yep so for, <laughs> for yep. my project i did one that's kind of like my take on like a top hat with a lot of red feathers and some oh. nice ribbon um and then i made more of a fascinator which i was like a i you got your second project you could buy something ready-made and so I picked a nice little felt piece and okay hand-stitched this shiny fabric to it and I got to dye the feathers and you know figure out the netting and all wow of that. 
So you so that freedom to just I know create. But, yeah, and I, I, but having the knowledge of the materials mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, I'm very Dying much feathers? like That's a. a- <laughs> I like to touch everything. And so all of my costume designs are very tactile. Like, you know, right. just I like combining the different fabrics and so seeing that and texture. Tech- yeah. yeah. Okay. That's okay. I'm becoming more and more enamored <laughs> <laughs> of your skills yeah. and what you can do. This is amazing. Yeah. Um, and you said you like to write about it. I, I mean, do. was that the initial so, impulse to it? Kind of. Um, you know, one of the things we had to do in my classes was for whenever we made something, you had to write instructions. So that was always part of the project. You had to write, you know, about it, like what inspired you. You'd have your illustrations, you'd have your mood boards, but then you had to write about, okay, who's your consumer for this? What are they about? How did you make this? And like product descriptions. And so I've always just been writing so it's been so at least in school it was part of the process Mm -hmm. yeah okay uh did that include like instructions on how to make the garment yes like so in school projects okay yeah yeah interesting now were you a writer prior to the fashion or is it was it a hand in hand it sounds like it was a hand kind of a hand in hand thing yeah i've always been a big reader Mm -hmm. and so um I've always just, you know, had that need to jot down ideas and everything. And mm-hmm. that just kind of stayed along with me. Okay. Um, now, you have had a good couple years as a writer. Yes. <laughs> Tell me about this. I mean, this, I'm... Yeah, so... Because I'm not a writer. I tried. <laughs> I can't, I'm not a word person. So I'm jealous when I hear that you've got a book deal now. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm really excited. I'm very for, excited. Yeah, I bet. So, <laughs> so um, kind of along with journaling, one way that I kind of deal with emotions and everything is poetry. And so that's kind of been around since high school. Okay. Just jotting down little. And they're more for myself. Right. But when COVID happened and, I, you know, there were lockdowns and everything was closing, you know. I lost like three or four shows that I was set to design for. Yeah, we all did. Yeah. And so I suddenly had all this free time. <laughs> and then um, and then I got injured. And um, so I was really limited in what I could do. And so it was more just like, okay, well, I'm just sitting around all the time. Let's write. And then I was like, you know, it'd be really great to like start getting this published, get this out here. And so I just kind of rolled with it and in high school and college I would say I wrote a lot about like love and you know upbeat things and between everything getting canceled and being injured and you know it was more more dark the mood changed yes <laughs> and so I you know I've always loved the horror genre and ergo Dracula ergo one of my Dr- hands down my favorite book by Bram Stoker yeah. And like, <laughs> I was just like, you know, I'm going to give this a try. And it has been successful. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. Uh, first of all, um, congratulations. Because uh, you've been published in how many anthologies to this Oof. point? So I'm in the double digits now. 
for so. poetry. Um, so far, I have one that's a short story. For as far as anthologies go, the rest are all poems. But still, but yeah, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Right? <laughs> it's definitely I found my little niche. Yeah. Um, so many questions, and I'm I just start, I need to start writing them down. Um, number one, why the horror genre? I mean, what? <laughs> well, not that I'm, and a, this might go hand in hand with costumes. I love Halloween. Okay. Always have. Yeah, that's a big fun in our house too. Like I always uh, got to have Halloween parties. You oh. know, just where all your friends come in costumes, and there's like the spooky music, and you play games, and you eat tons of candy. <laughs> and I just always love costumes, and for Halloween. And then you know, I got kind of into the spooky movies, and I'm not a huge like gore person. That was my next question. Yeah. And so. You know, I'm more into the, like, uh, the others kind of yeah. movie, like the plot twists and... The, the gothic uh, suspense horror. Yeah, more yeah. thriller yeah, horror. Yeah, okay. And so, you know, I'm just like, oh, this is nice. And to me, it's kind of a challenge. Like, okay, how do you tell a horror story in under a page? Interesting. So with po that poetry, I love it because it's, you know, you typically a lot of places like you know 40 lines or less well how do you tell a, a whole horror story, story. in that yeah. few lines and so it's been really exciting to try you know little jump scares yeah that's... that kind of thing but on paper, but on paper yeah <laughs> now you've, you say you've been writing since high school mm -hmm. do you have it all do i have it all all, do you have everything you've ever written from high school or on? Or? I do, actually. <laughs> My husband makes so much fun of me because I, um, you know, I have essays that I wrote in high school that I loved. I was like, this was such a good paper. Like, you know, on a book. <laughs> Don't need to keep that. I have a little binder full of stuff that I'm like, that, was, that went really well. Like, yeah, I'm going to keep that. You know, <laughs> so, so you've got I don't it. need to know. It's fine. Mm -hmm. I'm just curious. Yeah. <laughs> so what what prompted you to start submitting for publication? Was it just the COVID and the boredom or? Um, a little bit, I think, you know, and the other part was, you know, well, friends and family, they're, they're not quite into the same thing. And I just wanted to share it. And I was like, you know. There has to be someone out there that's going to enjoy this as much as I enjoy it. And so just sharing that. And so a lot of the initial pieces that I submitted and got accepted are for, you know, non-paid websites mm -hmm. and digital magazines and that sort of thing. And, you know, I was just like, this is great because people are going to get to read it and they're going to think, right. wow. So it's kind of like a lot of what we do is just. I just want to talk about this cool thing and yeah, find exactly. the audience. Yeah, yeah. Art nerds, podcast. Yeah. I want to talk to artists. That's exactly what I'm yeah. doing right now. <laughs> I'm like, I have this piece written. I wrote it for myself, but I want to share it. And so how yeah. are you going to get to share that? And so, you know, initially I would say my first kind of good chunk of time was, you know, getting used to rejection. Oh, my stars, yes. It is very difficult mm -hmm. and then you know but that just kind of makes every yes more meaningful 
So yeah, it's um, a process. <laughs> so you said first ones were non-paid. Are you getting paid for some of them now? I am. <gasps> yes. <laughs> Which is very nice. <laughs> I applaud you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is very so, nice, I'm sure. Yes. And like the, the book, you know. Yeah, it's tell not, us about the new the... It's not written already. Just pieces have been written. So it was a pitch. And so just that, you know, they liked the three or four pieces I sent them and the idea of what I had for the book. And they're like, this is great. And so just having that someone believe in you part. Like That's, yeah. We want this book like we want to see how it ends up they're excited you know mm-hmm. but having that that audience excited yes to have so. you create more is and oh. this i will say it is the perfect blend so it is horror poetry that is inspired by deadly fashion trends over the years okay i have to wrap my head around that <laughs> <laughs> so suddenly that like is, throughout history that's brianna in a capsule yes, right there <laughs> i was just like this is why is no one writing about this and <laughs> why have you missed this how how so, so so trends like what um uh there was a dye of green and the shade of green was called shales green shields green um but it was laced with arsenic Oh. But it was like the most beautiful shade of green. And so it was used in dresses in like the late 1800s. And so the women that wore the dresses <laughs> got arsenic poisoning. Wow. And, you know, there's the radium girls. Oh, sure. That the ink and the, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they would lick their paintbrushes. And so they all got radium poisoning oh man um you know and then just general kind of body horror ideas you know there's corsetry there's you know the huge wigs that were heavy and you know oh right yeah uh, yeah, yeah. lead paint was used in makeup right so there's all these crazy things that people at some point in time were like this is the high point of fashion and you've decided to write poetry surrounding these things. Yes. You're a genius. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I cannot wait. For, it sounds so very Edgar Allan Poe in certain aspects. Of, yeah. Yeah, I cannot wait for this. I'm very excited. So you said you got a few done. Yep. Do you have a deadline on this? or? So I do. Um, ideally... It'll be done by the end of the year, and mm-hmm. it'll be published next summer-ish. So That's 23? The, yep. So kind of okay. mid-summer. That way it'll be out, you know, before the Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> That's Just the plan. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, number one, I enjoy the Victorian-Edwardian period. I'm a big steampunk fan, and... I'm a big Edgar Allan Poe fan, and <laughs> this combination of things is just beyond intriguing for me. So yeah, uh, keep me up to full, keep me up to date. <laughs> I want to know. Um, <laughs> um, in okay, kind of a slightly different vein here. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any other art form that you have not dabbled in that you would like to, or that you might oh. think you might enjoy? It's kind of a yeah, headbanger, so if you will. 
I've always wanted to learn how to do glass blowing. It seems like it would be very gratifying mm-hmm. to be like, oh, I made this. this. But I'm just like, it's glass is so delicate. And <laughs> I'm just like, I know I would break it. <laughs> like it would not go far. But I've always been very interested in, in learning how to do that because, you know, it is something that you you make with your hands, but not really right like your hands are using the tools mm-hmm. but it's not with your hands right is so, i mean does that go against not your, like molding clay right. or like so does that pottery. go against your tactile I intuition a little bit i'm just like i would want to touch it <laughs> <laughs> i would can't touch hot glass right <laughs> it, it sounds like again you're you're uh you like learning about the materials mm-hmm. not just so much the art form but there's because I can see glass being used in some of your other artwork as well. So do you do like jewelry making and stuff like that, or I have you made shoes? <laughs> I have made shoes. <gasps> so I not. took shoe design. Oh, <laughs> London. So when I did when I went to college in London, I took all the classes that I would never get to take at Purdue. So I did millinery corsetry and shoe design wow and so then afterwards every time i did a show if i could put a corset in it i did because i was like i know how to make this i'm gonna make it for you because i can so so i can so we like took apart shoes and like you know learned how to what all the different pieces were and kind of like put it together again and so i can but I'm sure haven't since that one class. Yeah. But but (laughs) But I can repair them, you know, so that's always a good skill. Yeah, that's amazing. So, um, um, and why glass blowing? Just just, like you said, just because of the. It's so intricate, you know, and I'm always curious, like, how do you get that shape? Mm -hmm. Or just how do you mix the colors and all of that you know i've tried i my grandmother's i've tried tons of different things i did i learned jewelry making you know the pottery the little making felt animals knitting crocheting i've tried it all all that good crap paint yeah pastels watercolor very much we definitely should have known i had adhd a lot earlier <laughs> Just hopping from hobby to hobby, but I've never done glass blowing, so it's always intrigued me. Interesting. Yeah, my wife is the same way. She's she loves glass. Mm. I mean, you can you know, <laughs> have glass bits and bobs everywhere. Um, so yeah, I appreciate that. I I, I see the the appeal. Um, is there an art form that you know you would never want to dabble in? I don't know. I can't think of anything. I wouldn't just be like, ooh. Because you sound like you'd try anything if, I, it, I would. if it was in yeah. front of you. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. I'm a great travel partner. <laughs> I'm down for anything. Like, how do you know you won't like it unless you tried it? So. I think everybody needs that attitude. Just, yeah. It's a good way to figure out hobbies. Tried all the different sports. Tried a couple different musical instruments. Picked one. Which one? Uh, I played baritone. Barrett, oh, the the horn. 
boom, 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 oh, the, boom. The, <laughs> the mini tuba. Yeah. 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 <laughs> do you still play? I do not. I have it, but I don't. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> it's kind of... It's bulky. When am I going to play this? <laughs> I, you know, I went exact. to camp. I went to poetry camp. And they okay. were like, bring your instruments for jam sessions. And I was like, who is going to jam with a baritone? <laughs> like, they clearly mean guitars. And my grandma was like, no, just take your baritone. No one needed a baritone for a jam session. <laughs> Not exactly a party instrument. No. <laughs> it's hefty. <laughs> That's so, great. Yeah, That's I great. would love to learn how to do anything. Um, yeah. Okay. I can't think of anything I wouldn't try. I'm sure there are plenty of things I would try that I'd be awful at, but I'd still try it. <laughs> but, but none of them turned you off to the no. point where I ain't getting near it. Mm-mm. Okay. Last question. <laughs> um, where can we see more of your art oh, or man. read more of your art? Yeah. I mean, I do have a couple of websites, um, my writing one is just Malotki Writes. Very simple. And MalotkiWrites.com? Um, well, it's like a Wix site. So it's like BrieMalotki.Wix.com. But if you just Google Malotki Writes, it pops up. Okay, I'll, I'll look it up and put it in the <laughs> descriptors. And um, so I try and share everything possible that comes oh, okay. up. And I put that on there. And uh, as far as costumes go... I have another one that's Malaki Designs. And so <laughs> all of my costume stuff gets put up there. Fantastic. And so I usually have a what's what's upcoming, that kind of, oh, so you, you keep, know, what's happening. Yeah. So you so. do a better job at keeping it up than most of us. I try and then I forget. And, you know, yeah, that well. show already happened. And <laughs> <laughs> so it happens. Yeah. <laughs> so Malaki writes mm-hmm. and then Malaki Designs. Designs. Yep. Design or just design designs with an s with an s at the end okay yeah i will look them up and Mm -hmm. put the i have a blog called malaki sews (laughs) (laughs) what's the blog about uh costuming and my reviews of apparel and costume related books oh very nice So like you know coffee table books or designer biographies patterning books all that stuff and but i you know a lot of the stuff i like to make in shows i will then put like this is how it was made oh and i put it on the blog very cool i had no idea about the blogs and the website yeah i'm gonna go the blog was mainly for me to kind of keep a record of what i do and then i just like writing so much i just write about everything (laughs) that's great malatki and everything i do (laughs) (laughs) Malaski does something else Uh, well thank you very very much for it's a lot of fun oh this is fun I mean I mean I knew you were a genius but (laughs) I had no idea that I had no idea you had such amazing skills Ah. I really I mean I've only worked okay I have to tell I only worked with Brianna as a theater costumer I'm a Mm -hmm. I'm a director and Brianna has done a couple We've shows. We've done two shows, shows together. Yep. And everything she brings to the table is just fantastic. I mean, she shows me, I mean, I don't know if you did any drawings for either show. I don't think I did. I don't think, I think you just did a lot of research material yep. and said, this is this, 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 and this, and this. Yep. Everything was so spot on. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So we think in the same direction, at least. So. I'm not. I'm not great at the sketching, so no. I just wow you with the presentation. And <laughs> she's done it twice, <laughs> and we'll probably do it again. Yeah. <laughs> so again, thank you so much yeah, for, for spending the, spending the morning with me and yeah. and sharing and showing off. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. <laughs>